Welcome to another Homebrew Audio podcast. Record professional music and voiceovers on your computer. We'll show you how. Today's episode, a review of the Audio-Technica AT2035 microphone. Hello and welcome to Homebrew Audio for another podcast. Today we are going to talk about a microphone that is awesome. It is called the Audio-Technica AT2035. I did a review of this microphone, and we will listen to the results of that review, as well as talk about some of the features of this cool microphone. The Audio-Technica AT2035 is a large diaphragm condenser microphone. Sometimes those are referred to as LDCs. LDC for Large Diaphragm Condenser, for those of you a little slower than the rest. And it has a cardioid pickup pattern. That means it's directional. It only picks up audio from right in front of it. For a review of what these different directional pickup patterns are in microphones, such as Omni or Figure 8, come to homebrewaudio.com and see our article on that. That article is called Directional and Omnidirectional Microphones. What are they good for? So, back to our review of the Audio-Technica AT2035. This thing sells for $149, which sounds very inexpensive. And some people might think that a mic cannot be good if it only costs that much. They would be wrong in this case. The AT2035 is an improvement on its even less expensive sibling, the AT2020, which sells for $65, which is still a great value. The capsule in the 2035 is newer than the one in the 2020, and it gives a flatter response in the low, or bass, frequencies, and is overall more sensitive than the 2020. So what is the difference? Well, for the extra 85 bucks or so that you'd have to pay for the 2035 over the 2020, you not only get a more sensitive mic with flatter low end and more sensitivity, but you also get a mic with less self-noise and some additional features thrown in for good measure. The 2035 gives you more control over the sound by offering two switches, a high-pass filter, meaning that it reduces the low frequencies when you switch it, at 80 hertz, and a 10 decibel pad, which lets you reduce the signal coming from the microphone by 10 decibels when you engage that switch. This function is pretty handy, especially if you've done all you can in a recording session to tame loud signals. And that brings us to another improvement in the 2035 over the 2020, which is that it can handle a very loud signal, 148 decibels of signal processing level, also known as SPL, without the pad, or 158 decibels with the pad engaged, before it distorts. For a mic to be both very sensitive, can pick up very quiet sounds, and be able to handle that level of SPL is a good thing. And finally, the 2035 comes with a shock mount in the box. This may seem like a small thing, but it gets very difficult to keep noise from traveling up a mic stand with a sensitive mic like this if you just use the clip that usually comes with these mics. You've probably noticed that before. If you've got a mic stand that's sitting on a hard floor, anytime somebody walks across that floor or bumps the base of that mic stand, that noise travels right into the mic. 
A shock mount suspends the mic from a web of elastic bands, which keeps out a lot of the noise coming through the mic stand. If you've ever had an LDC, remember large diaphragm condenser, without a compatible shock mount, it gets to be a chore to find one and then order it and wait for it to come in, and that's not to mention the extra cost. So the fact that this mic comes with a shock mount is awesome, and that should be standard practice. So well done, Audio-Technica. So how does it sound? I always recommend that when they can afford it, folks get a large diaphragm condenser LDC mic, along with a decent audio interface if they want to produce professional audio. If you have less than $100 to spend, the AT2020 is an excellent choice. But if you can produce the extra $85, I highly recommend the AT2035 because it sounds awesome. I compared the 2035 to my beloved Rode NT2A, another LDC mic, one that I use every day. I recorded a short voice passage as well as some acoustic guitar. The first thing I noticed was that all other things being equal, the audio interface settings, etc., the level of the 2035 was significantly higher than the Rode, which is saying something. That's that sensitivity thing coming into play. Okay, back to how it sounds. First, the voice test. I just read some specs from the box for this. The 2035 sounded clear and present, very nice. Compared to the Rode, a mic costing almost three times as much as the AT, by the way, the sound had a bit of mid-range hype to it. Take a listen to these samples here. This first one is my voice on the Rode mic. The Audio-Technica AT2035. High SPL handling and wide dynamic range. Switchable 80 Hz high-pass filter and 10 decibel pad. Now here I am reading the same thing but on the Audio-Technica. The Audio-Technica AT2035. High SPL handling and wide dynamic range switchable 80 hertz high pass filter and 10 decibel pad. Did you hear the difference? Maybe that mid-range bump I talked about in the second sample? If you didn't hear the difference, that says a lot about the quality of this mic, considering that it only costs $149. Now let's take a listen to some acoustic guitar samples. This first one is me strumming a bit and then doing a little finger style on my Taylor acoustic guitar. The first one is with the Rode mic. And here is basically the same thing, but with the Audio-Technica mic.
For the guitars, I found exactly the same thing, a sort of mid-range hype and less even across the frequencies than the road was. The last thing I did was to record some silence, well, the sound of my room, anyway, uh, without any talking, to measure the mic noise, and I also corrected the road recording for the difference in levels that I mentioned earlier. There was no significant difference in noise at all. Both were very quiet, registering around negative 65 decibels RMS, which uh, is pretty low. And it's pretty amazing considering the price difference between these two mics. So, overall, for the things I tested it on, voice and acoustic guitar, the AT2035 sounded great. If you weren't comparing it to a mic that cost nearly three times more, the bumps in the mid-range that I talked about probably wouldn't be noticeable. My advice is to get one of these mics as your first large diaphragm condenser if you can afford the $149, and if you don't already have a good one. To find out more, or to go get one right now, come to homebrewaudio.com and see this article and follow the links. You cannot go wrong. That's it for this episode. Tune in next time for another Homebrew Audio podcast and learn how to become an audio ninja. Ninja.